We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 8, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, June 1st. Rabbit, rabbit. Tradition. Yes. You just got to stick with it. Happy first of the month. June already. Kind of crazy, honestly. Like... I still feel like it's April. <laughs> yeah, like your birthday's coming up. We gotta plan your birthday celebration. It's just yeah, it's weird how this year's works. Yeah, I, I think it's because it's not excessively hot, mm-hmm. knock on wood. I I like it this way. It just it doesn't seem like we've hit June, but I'm I'm super excited about it and summer is, is approaching quickly. Unofficial start of summer this week. So yeah, it's it's kind of a trip. How you doing this morning? Not bad. I so when I watch Instagram stories, a lot of times I have volume off, so if someone has a video, I don't hear what they're what's being said, but I was watching your stories and I saw the bat. Were you attacked by another bat last night? No, but they were hovering around us. It's so crazy. It all we walk every day and when we go later in the evening, we are always like the bats flock around us and it scares me and uh the day before yesterday we we're walking and one of the bats just took a nosedive and I literally felt it flutter right above mm. my head. Like it didn't land on my head. It didn't it didn't touch my head, but I felt like the wind of it it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. I was just like, I lost it. I went absolutely bananas. I, I, I couldn't handle it. And so yesterday we're walking and I look up and there they are again. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I, I felt like nobody believed me. So I had to document. I'm like, these are the bats <laughs> that are was. following me around. Well, I believe you because and, and maybe maybe they maybe they've been as bad or out there. I just wasn't really paying attention to them until you brought up your near attack that happened to you. So I was running last night. It was a late run. It was probably after seven o'clock. And I go by the park and they were they were all over the place last night. Just bats everywhere are bats more excessive are bats like the grasshoppers this season are bats more excessive or are you and i just more aware of the bats this this season i don't think they're they're there any more than they have been in the past i think you maybe you're just noticing them Mm -hmm. because for the past ever since i moved into my specific neighborhood there's just always bats there i did not notice them in my old neighborhood as much but then again i never went out for walks so i have no idea if they were there yeah yeah now they're just there's, this is the time for the bats, and they're getting really brave. Sometimes I'll um, see in my backyard, they'll like dive down to the pool, 
and like they're getting something to drink or something. I don't know. They're like dive down, they touch the water, and then they pop back up. It's really scary. They're just enjoying their summer break. It's summertime. Uh, I they hit that pool and stuff. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it is absolutely terrifying. The other thing too that happened on my on my run last night is I turned the corner and I didn't have jacks. I was solo last night, but I turned the corner and a dude is there with three big dogs and they're not on a leash. And it's one of those things where the dog came running up to me and and I'm, the guy's like, the dog is friendly. The dog is friendly, and I'm cool with dogs and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, and kind of had to slow down my run and stuff. But I just if you're walking your dogs, you should have them on a leash. Not to be like it's this is a pet safety pedestal here, but as I turned the corner and this thing came out. At me and what if you're afraid of dogs? What if I had my dog? This just if you're walking your dogs, you need to have them on a leash. Yeah, I agree with that. My husband's afraid of big dogs. He got attacked a couple of times when he was a kid and he just is scared of them. And that's happened to us where we're out there and someone's giant dog starts running towards us and he just like <gasps> you know, and so I always have to I always say I protect him. And so I <laughs> I get in front of him and I try to distract the dog. I'm like, hi puppy, and it's always the same thing. Oh, don't worry, he's super friendly, he's super friendly, and I'm like that. That's great. I appreciate you letting me know, but this guy does not like dogs. Or, well, he likes dogs, but he's afraid of big dogs. Yeah. You, know? you don't know what's on the receiving end of the whole thing. Yeah. there's uh, th- Those are our rants. Bats <laughs> and dogs off a leash. Uh, Anything else going on this uh, morning? I just got two rants so far. So far. How, how are you doing over in your world? <laughs> I'm doing well. It's uh, Yeah. I'm just uh, ready for the weekend. Uh, I feel like today is Wednesday. I'm so happy it's Thursday. It's it's hard to believe like, um, that... I like vacations are coming up, stuff like that. I told you how I was planning a vacation and I checked to see if uh, my hotel room rate went down and it did like substantially. So I was super excited about that. So I decided to to check with the airlines and like book a flight same time same day that went up oh. i was like darn it oh, i was i was pushing my luck <laughs> you know but your your hack was you had booked it originally with your your account and username and then you went non-account and looked at those dates was that the hack that you did well i i just i booked it a, a couple of months ago and then i i was thinking about it I'm like this is just a really expensive uh, you know, price for for the hotel, and I'm like, I'm gonna check again. Maybe I did something wrong, and I checked again, and the the prices went down, and so I canceled my first reservation and went with the second one. And you saved a lot of money. Oh too. my gosh, it was unbelievable. I told my mom to try it; she did. Same thing. She she saved hundreds of dollars. So yeah, something if you're planning your summer vacation, you may want to try out. It's definitely worth taking the time to do. So yeah, especially if you're maybe at the office this morning, punch on a jump on a different computer too, and just it's worth it because the amount of money you saved. You if you save a couple bucks, it's worth a, it's a nice little hack you gave everyone. Oh, absolutely. So let's get things started. It is time for the pre-show you pick them this morning. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Creep by Radiohead? But I'm a creep. Do you want to hear Meet Virginia by Train? Well, she Try again by Aaliyah. Those are your choices. Vote now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. 
Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Two pop icons are gearing up for a steamy collaboration. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Creep by Radiohead is the pre-show you pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Sam Smith and Madonna have announced a new single coming out next Friday. It's called Vulgar. Here's what we know so far. Ryan Tedder is the co-writer. It's out for, for Pride Month. June is Pride Month. And Sam put out this teaser. Now, we're not sure if it's the actual song or just something to grab everyone's attention. But here is the, uh, is the teaser which, which Sam Smith put out yesterday. Um, it sounds uh, very dancey, like it's going to be the next uh, club dance track. There's a dance vibe to that. Yeah, I, I like it, and that's not very much. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little taste right there. So next Friday, that song comes out. The Ted Lasso Season 3 finale dropped this week. And without giving away any spoilers, Jason Sudeikis says that this story is done. In a new interview that came out Wednesday, he added, we only conceived these three seasons, then this thing became this this big old thing. He did say there are opportunities for spinoffs. We kind of speculated that, but he didn't allude to any shows. He said whether it's a book or doing podcasts, going back and doing podcasts, breaking down each episode, kind of like doing watch-alongs. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything about any extra shows, but did you go back and watch it start to finish last night? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I picked up where I fell asleep, and I thought it was, it was done so well, and I really liked Liked how it wrapped up. Did you get a chance? I to did. Watch it? I, yeah, I was. I was satisfied with the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes I get frustrated because a show is so good, and then the finale comes, and it's like, what? You know, this one, I everything was tied up nicely in a bow. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. A, if you haven't watched it yet, you're, you're you're in for a treat this weekend if you watch it. So June is a big month for movies. We got Spider Man Across the Spider Verse that's out tomorrow. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts that comes out June 9th. The Flash comes out June 16th. And then one of the big ones this month is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which comes out at the end of the month. But in a new interview, Harrison Ford said, the one thing, if you meet him, you should not ask him is, who would win in a fight between Indiana Jones and Han Solo? He said people will do it all the time, ask him that all the time, and he hates it when people ask him that question. Oh, man. I, I bet, he, yeah, he gets that all the time. I was just thinking what I would pick. But that's a tough one. Yeah, How do you answer that? That's, I'm going to ask you right now. So who do you got? Indiana Jones. Oh. Think of everything he's done in his movies. These are the characters. And then Han Solo. You know, I, I'm going to take a swerve here and go against uh, what I thought I would answer and say Indiana Jones on that one. I like I like Indy. I'm going to go. I, I got your back on that one because I was thinking about it when I saw that story this morning. Okay, they're both tough guys. Han Solo, I feel, uses more guns. And maybe Indiana Jones, if they're fighting, has more 
fighting skills, like grappling skills. And that's why I think Indiana Jones would have the slight edge over Han Solo. Yeah, that's a, th- that's a tough one, though. Who, ha, how do you pick? It's really tough. I would imagine his entire career he gets that question. Yeah. And probably interviewers think they're so witty asking it for the first time. So <laughs> I'm the first person to ever think of this. Uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, um, we are getting the entire series of Indiana Jones is out on Disney+. Plus. If you want to catch up, the, all the iconic movies are out on Disney+. Plus. And last one with Disney, we're getting a bunch, and this has nothing to do with Disney itself, but we're getting a bunch of Disney movies being turned into horror films. So we're getting Bambi the Reckoning, Sleeping Beauty, uh, they're making that into a horror movie, and then Cinderella's Curse as well. They're making Cinderella into a horror movie. Oh, man. They're, they're going to totally skew my childhood memories, and now it's going <laughs> to turn into nightmares. Nightmares, right? We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1851. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is so good to have you here on this Thursday, June 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everyone. Happy first of the month. You know you know how we do it around here. We do it like this right here. <laughs> Welcome, June. It is here. And... Uh, even though the kids are on vacation, doesn't mean that the parents are on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, for, I was at uh, Postal Pros. I stopped in there yesterday, and I was talking to the owner and asked him about his summer plans. And uh, he said, well, my summer is going to be spent uh, attending Frozen Junior. I'm like, Frozen Junior? What are you talking about? His kids, both his kids got cast in, in some play or something, uh, Frozen Junior. And so they've got rehearsals. They've got uh, the actual show itself. So he's going to be spending all summer long taking his kids to and from rehearsals for Frozen Junior. That's uh, that's very sweet. I mean, the dedication there. Um, how many times a week do we know? He he was just telling me it's he's like it's nonstop. It's I think it's every single day they're doing something. They had st- they had rehearsals on Mother's Day. Oh my god, which was on a Sunday and Mother's Day too. So he was just telling me it's 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 a big time thing. I guess it's a big thing for his kids to get casted in this play, and they're super excited. But no vacation all summer, Frozen Junior. And I know you. You've got a lot going on this summer. When does Brooklyn and her beach volleyball start up? Uh, it actually, you say me, I, I can't take any of the credit. It's actually my husband. Uh, it actually starts this morning. So, Oh, it is? Yeah, I'm getting ready, uh, and I hear my husband kind of rustling around. Uh, they were supposed to be there two minutes ago, <gasps> so he will be taking her every morning at 6 o'clock in the morning for her for her practice. Oh, it starts at 6? It starts oh. at 6. It's a, yeah. Hi, Matt. <laughs> I know. So he's uh, up and about, I'm sure. I was actually tracking them. Is it like stalkerish to check on your uh, location of your family members? Because I always check to see, like, are they on their way? And I saw them drive past here on the 215, and I was just like, ah, oh, there they go. Um, I, I feel like a stalker when I do that, but then I think about how using that has completely backfired on me because my kids use it to track me all the time. They're like, why aren't you at the store? I'm like, how'd you know I was at the store? Are you almost home? It says that you're on the Summerlin Parkway. Like, yeah, well, then you know where I am. They always are tracking me. It's it's kind of annoying. Laura does the same thing, but she'll make a comment. She'll send me a text message. She's like, vegan tacos, bring me one. I'm like, what are you talking about? Text response, I see you're at Taco Terry. And I'm like, I'm at the salon next to Taco Tarion. Calm down. But I'll go get you one. (laughs) If you want to be a taco, I'll pop it and get you one. Lots coming up on today's show. Up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about Just Like That. 
Samantha is back. Details on the way. Also, BTS has a gift for ARMY to celebrate their 10-year anniversary. And Friday is National Donut Day. This chain, they're celebrating pretty big. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. And just like that is trending this morning is the feud. Between Sex and the City co-stars Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall, no more. Well, it has been confirmed that the actress will make an appearance as Samantha on the show's sequel. And just like that, she filmed one scene for the franchise and it, it was just a brief cameo. She did not appear in the first season of the show. But once word of her return broke, the official Twitter account for the show tweeted, Secrets out! The second season premiere is on Max on June 22nd, but reports are that her appearance does not come until August. So you're going to have to wait for that a little bit. But never say never. I know. Whoa, that's they big. said it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Look at that. The original crew back together again. <laughs> that, that'd be cool to see. I mean, she was part of the original cast. Part of, she's what uh, one of the main characters that made that show famous. Absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. Also trending this morning is BTS. In just a few weeks, the K-pop megagroup is going to celebrate their 10th anniversary. And the celebrations are sure to be just as major as their success. Each year, the group celebrates its June 13th anniversary at their uh, annual BTS Festa event. It's in Seoul, and this year's not going to be any different. This year's festival is scheduled to take place on June 12th through the 25th. And while the details are still under wraps for the celebration, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be big. It marks a major milestone for the group and their fans. Past BTS Festa events have featured different types of uh, events like meet and greets online, in-person, original releases, never-before-seen footage, stuff like that. And in addition to the festival, the group announced that they're going to be releasing a new single called Take Two. It features all seven members in honor of the big anniversary, and that single is expected to drop June 8th, 9 p.m. our time. I'm excited. I'm excited for you, too. I know. I am very big. excited. <laughs> This is huge. Festa is always a, a fun thing. So, yeah, that's going to be huge. Also trending this morning is Krispy Kreme. So tomorrow's National Donut Day, the chain, they always have something going on. And they're honoring the occasion by giving out freebies. All you have to do is go to a Krispy Kreme location or order online. And you can just get a free donut of your choice. And you don't even have to buy anything. They're still going to give you a donut. You can even pick one of their limited edition fan favorite flavors. It's not just a regular glaze unless that's what you want. Um that's not all they're doing. It, also, if you buy a dozen of any flavor donut, you can get a dozen original glazed donuts for just two bucks. Just two bucks. So it's definitely going to be a big day for all the donut shops. But uh, Krispy Kreme also giving away some freebies. And that is what's trending. Fubar. Have you heard anything about Arnold Schwarzenegger's new show on Netflix called Fubar? I, I've seen it on Netflix. I haven't, I've not watched it, but I've seen like the advertisement when you log on to yeah. Netflix. But yeah, that's my, not my thing. But I know it is for a lot of people, that action stuff. Yeah, it's Arnold and action. That's what he does best. And it's, it's like crushing the ratings in Netflix right now. And I'm finishing Ted Lasso. Maybe I'll tackle Fubar next. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that dethroned Queen Charlotte. Did you ever start watching that stuff? You, you and I were talking about that show, that it's supposed to be really good. I love Queen Charlotte. I just finished episode two yesterday, but... I had a little bit of problem signing into my Netflix yesterday 
And it was because it's starting to crack down on the sharing of the password. Oh, yeah. That went into effect, I think, like officially into effect last week, I think. Yes, it did. Because last week I got the, op- I opened Netflix and it started coming up with the pop-up saying, it looks like you're far from your home address. Oh, oh no. Because I'm under my mom's account. And I, first, the first pop-up was, oh, yeah, I- I'll set it up later. So I said, okay, no thanks, set up later. And then yesterday I got the second notification asking, it looks like you're far from your address. Are you on vacation? And I said, yep, I'm on vacation. <laughs> Look where I am. I'm in Vegas. Of course I'm on vacation. People don't live there. I don't know how long this is going to last, but I did ask my mom because what it's saying is, please send notifications to uh, your text messages. And I have to get a verification through her each time I log in. Oh, oh no. man. It's a whole mess. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to see if I can maybe just add myself on and just pay my mom. But, man, I think it's over. The freeloading on my Netflix's mom account. Oh, my gosh. That's going to – that that sucks. I mean, it was fine the way it is. Why did they have to go and tease it? I know. You know, to, Seriously. to change it. Your sister's in trouble then, Mercedes. Oh, no. she's She can't watch her Gilmore Girls anymore. <laughs> hey, 8 o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer right around 825. Who here has seen – any of the Final Destination movies where people are trying to avoid death after, you know, they have these premonitions and stuff. You guys know what I'm talking about? That lumber truck. Is there a lumber truck scene? There's a lumber mm-hmm. truck. There's electricity. Like, there's just the all sorts booth of things. One. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's scary. Well, that lumber truck one always is embedded in my mind. Every time I'm driving, driving on a freeway and a, a big truck start gets in front of me and uh especially if it has stuff in the back of it i'm always like oh no thank you and i switch lanes i'm like that is not happening well yesterday it happened yet again and uh i was on the 95 i was going north on the 95 and uh there it right around five o'clock i left the tv station and there's there's lots of traffic and so we were kind of like all trying to merge into one lane and this truck gets in front of me and it's like um it's just like a regular i'd say ford you know, flatbed truck but someone's moving stuff they're moving it looked like patio furniture to me there was a lot of uh furniture but it didn't look like home furniture so that was all packed in there i saw like a couple boxes and then there were um th- there was like I want to say a dresser in there, too. There was one big piece of furniture. So it gets in front of me, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I I just got a bad feeling. But I couldn't just switch lanes because there's so much traffic. So we start actually gaining some speed. And so we start going, and I'm like, I'm going to switch as soon as I get a chance to. And this car comes out of nowhere, passes me, passes the truck, and then just swerves right in front of the truck after we're going pretty much full speed so the truck just slams on its brakes and when it happens my worst nightmare happened all of a sudden it breaks i break and i see stuff fly out of the truck if you were on the 95 yesterday around uh five o'clock maybe you saw it too so stuff i i see it getting you know coming out of the truck and coming right towards me i'm like this is it final destination nice knowing y'all and this coming directly towards my car, I see it. There's nowhere I can go. And it hits me. 
It was only a couch cushion, but still, <laughs> are you kidding me? It was one of the cushions from the patio furniture just came out, but I didn't realize what it was as it's coming towards uh-huh. me. And I'm like, you oh know. my gosh, I was freaking out. So it hits and then it kind of like, <laughs> like falls onto the ground. And I just, I was at a complete stop. I was, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, what was that? It wasn't registering to me yet what it was. It wasn't registering whether or not there was damage or not. And then I kind of see it. And another car like drives on it, and I see it smush like a, a a cushion. And I realize, oh my gosh, that was only a cushion from some of the patio furniture. Nothing else came out, just that. And uh, I just was so I, I was just so grateful that it w- it could have been worse and it was not worse. You were at a st- you had come to a stop when the thing hit you. Or hit you. You guys were slowing down and stopped. No, no, no. That's right. The, the area you're talking about. It's merged city over there. Yeah. Stop and go. The guy, the, some guy came up on the side of us and passed us fast, and then got right in front of the truck in front of me. He he had to slow down. Then the truck had to slow down. He cut him off. The truck had to slow down. I see the brakes, and I immediately hit my brakes. So I was at a standstill at that point, but then I don't know, just the the physics of it all when they yeah, broke, uh-huh. it, it flew out. So have you ever had anything just fly at your car and hit your car? I'm so glad it was only a cushion. Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, first off, there's a story that uh, Tiffany, you know, the singer Tiffany, she was in Tennessee driving down the interstate like you, and a, a loose tire is rolling down the interstate, and it smacks into her car. And the thing, you know, growing up in Pennsylvania, there's a lot of deer in Pennsylvania. And they always tell you, you know, driving the backcountry roads, the deer will jump out in front of you. And they always say, do not swerve. That's like, it's, I know it sounds illogical, but that's the thing. You just got to brace yourself for impact because if you swerve, you could swerve in oncoming traffic, swerve in another car, lose control of your car. So I was going to say, if you were moving and, and just kind of held your ground, you, you did the right thing. You're not supposed to swerve because if you could have swerved into more traffic on the 95 and everything else. And so. there were people on both sides yeah. of me. So, well, no, I'm on the left side. There there was no one on the right side but yeah i just i i wasn't prepared for that because it happened so suddenly and i'm glad i just did that but yeah have i i i just i don't know it could have been a lot worse but i had a golf ball hit my car once too (laughs) i just driving by a what golf course was it oh i was on west charleston it wasn't angel park but i was driving i think is that badlands or uh tpc or something and i'm just driving minding my own business and then clonk and I'm like, what was that? And I see this golf ball bouncing in the road. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that just hit me. And there was a big old dent. And I'm like, you, sir or ma'am, are a horrible golfer. <laughs> Did they yell? Did they yell for? I didn't ball? even see where it came from, honestly. It was just around that area. This, yeah, especially this stuff. There's all kinds of weird stuff on, on, the, on the highways here. I was, uh, I was out of town, got back into town, was driving home from the airport on the 215, and I see it bouncing. like, what's that bouncing towards me? Instead of reacting to see if I can change lanes, I'm so focused on what it was. And this is this gigantic, thick screw flies up, bounces, hits my windshield, leaves, you know, a little, little tiny crack in my windshield, which is awful, but I didn't take care of it right away, you know, summertime, and that thing just spiderwebbed everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Someone just uh, texted, says, you're lucky no one rear-ended you when you slammed on your brakes and came to a complete stop. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I looked in my rearview mirror, I'm like, who's coming? And luckily, they weren't going very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, This says, public service announcement to everyone. My husband is a semi-driver. Never, never never 
cut off a semi. They cannot stop on a dime, and it's going to be their lethal weapon against your little car. I see people cutting off semis all the time. So stupid. Because they don't want to get they don't want to get stuck behind them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I'll just go and cut them off. And oh my gosh, yeah, that's one of the worst things you could do. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, so this summer a lot of people are going to be traveling. But what are the best and worst cities for a staycation? We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, what is the weird reason why hand washing your dishes? could make you a happier person and the script spelling bee is going on right now the finals are today but what are the easiest final words in the script spelling bee history do you think you could still spell these we'll talk about it coming up next in the hot three here we go three two it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. With around 85% of Americans planning to travel this summer, but inflation making trips costly, Wallet Hub released their report on the um, this year's best and worst cities for staycations. So to identify the best spots for staying local, they compared more than 180 cities across 42 key indicators of a, a fun-filled yet wallet-friendly staycation. And this is what they came up with. So coming in at number five best places for staycations, Salt Lake City, Utah. Beautiful city. Have you ever been? Driven through it many, many times. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Big old lake up there. Um, it looks to me like there you would have a lot of out, outdoor activities that you could partake in. Mm-hmm. Um, Boating. Yeah, stuff like that. Tampa, Florida was number four on the list. I mean, you've got the great weather and beaches and all sorts of good stuff there. Las Vegas was number three on the list. We are the third best city for a staycation. Um, obviously, we have a lot to brag about in this city. Orlando, Florida was number two, and the best city for a staycation is Honolulu, Hawaii. Now, this is interesting because um, Las, Las Vegas, they said, had the most zoos and aquariums. What? Were they high? I'm like, where are the zoos at? Uh, wh- what are you What are you talking about? I, I, okay, the aquarium, I... Well, I know the one at Mandalay Bay. Uh, is there another one? Um, uh, the, the one at uh, Silverton. Where the yeah, the mermaids. Went. Yeah, I mean, I think there's little things throughout the city because, as far as zoos, did the, the Las Vegas Zoo shut down? But there's other places to see animals here in town, just not at the same spot. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I'd like to know what zoos they were talking about. Yeah, the Las the Las Vegas Zoo was. A lot of people felt it was very sad. It was neglected. Yeah. It didn't get the attention it should get. It was like a, a hyena with an eye patch and, you know, a three-legged donkey. Oh, my. There was a petting zoo here in town that shut down. The whole area shut down. And uh, they had, um, it was like a sheep or a ram or something. And I swear to God, Mercedes, one of the horns was taped on. Aww. It was taped on with duct tape. I couldn't believe it. That is the saddest thing so I've ever heard. He's literally, help me. Take uh, me home. The worst cities for staycation? Um this might upset someone. Well, Fremont, California was uh, number three. Pearl City, Hawaii, which they always get stuck on these bad lists. They're so close, though, to, you know, paradise. But pearl, poor Pearl City. Um, Steph, it was Chula Vista, California. That's the worst city for a staycation. <laughs> That's my hometown. I know. I can see, though. I can see why there's there's not much to do in Chula Vista. You got to go a little 10 miles north to get any action in San Diego. Well, so th- give us give us three things, though, that you could do in Chula Vista. Chula Vista, there's the best taco shops. Okay. They have an awesome. Um, 
park on the east side of Chula Vista. It's called, it's a, right next to the Olympic Training Center. I forget the name, but it's a beautiful mountain view. And the third thing is, oh gosh, I'm struggling here. Uh-oh. Oh, the, the marina. They have a beautiful oh, marina on the okay. west side. Oh, there yeah. you go, there Chula you go. Vista. Yeah, defending Chula Vista. All right. Also this morning, a new study from Florida State University found that washing dishes mindfully can actually be therapeutic. And the activity has the ability to increase feelings of well-being and lessen feelings of nervousness and anxiety. They did this study and people, uh, half the people were given a 230 word passage that focused on the uh, sensory experience of dishwashing. The others read a similar length passage about proper dishwashing techniques. Well, the results showed that the mindful dishwasher showed a greater state of uh, mindfulness, increased in inspiration, uh, increased in creativity and decreases in nervousness and anxiety. The other group didn't show any change at all. So maybe take those little moments and enjoy them. They could be a good thing for your mindfulness. I want that article to give it to my wife. Yeah. Hey, looking for mindfulness? Not here you go. Here, wash some dishes. <laughs> I cooked. Here, have some mindfulness. All right. Finally, this morning, the Scripps National Spelling Bee Finals are tonight. Uh, it's on the Ion Network, if you want to watch. And we went through all the winning words from every final since 1925. It turns out they have gotten a lot harder since then. Most of us could not spell any from the past 30 years. But some of the older ones are gettable if you're a decent speller. I'm going to run over some of these in just a second, but definitely want to give a shout out to our, our two Nevada representatives, uh, Serena Ali. She uh, com- she successfully completed three rounds in the pr- preliminaries. Uh, she got knocked out, though, unfortunately. Uh, the word that got her was um, to... <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying this right. <laughs> to, to lean... Tuline. Could you spell Tuline? Tuline, yes. T-U-L-E-E-N. Tuline. No, it's T-O-L-U-E-N-E. So that's the one that mm. got her. Um, our The other contestant is uh, someone... It, it's so cute because his teacher just called us when they when they found out we were going to be talking about the spelling bee. And his name is Aaron. He is a seventh grader at St. Viator Parish School, which is a private Catholic school. He got eliminated in round one, unfortunately, after incorrectly spelling the word Aiton. Oh, did uh, they go with A-T-E-N? That's, yeah, that's how you spell it. That is how you spell it? I don't know if I said it right or you know <laughs> what happened, but um, that I, that word got him. I wonder if I'm saying it wrong. But they, I mean, how, how accomplished must they feel being in the, the Scripps Nationals? To be on that stage is an accomplishment. Good for them. That is so awesome. All right, here are some of the easy words. Can you, uh, we got to run through this really quick. Uh, fr- fruckus. Can you, sp- can you spell fruckus? F R U. K-A-S. Wrong. F- oh. Can you spell knack? Knack? K-N-A-C-K. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's from 1932. Um, <laughs> I'll go with the words from the 30s. Condominium. Yes, C-O-N-D-I-U-M. No. Uh, <laughs> croissant. Steph, you're up. Croissant. Croissant. C-R-O-I-S-S-A-N-T. Yes. Yes. Luge. Luge. Oh, like the luge uh, in the Olympics? L-U-G-E. Yes. Kamikaze. Kamikaze, K-A-M-I-K-A-Z-E. Yes. Um, therapy. <sighs> T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Therapy. Oh, th- I wasn't meaning for you to spell that. I was telling you. Do you need to go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. Brain slip right there. Therapy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Aw, Steph. <laughs> I feel so bad. Ste- uh, well, yeah, we feel bad, but imagine how bad Steph feels. <laughs> I, was sh- I was actually, when Steph sent that text message, I was I was speechless. I think I responded going, dang. But in my mind, I'm going, what the heck? You should have seen her. Uh, you had to take off a little early yesterday, and uh, Steph comes up to me, serious face, which is rare. Very rare, because she usually has a smile on that beautiful face. And she comes up, she goes, I got to talk to you about something. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the day I've been dreading she's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, my heart starts beating fast. And so she opens the door to my studio and then closes it behind her. And I'm oh, like, you know, it's business. I, I'm staring at her I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, I've got bad news. I'm like, what? And go ahead, Steph. I mean, we can keep it vague, but yeah. you can tell the gist of it. I can. Yeah, I'll try. So I've been training someone to when I, you know, when I'm not here, I could have someone fill in for me. And I've been training this person for oh, quite a few months and they were ready to go. If I needed to call in sick, they could do almost everything. I mean, to the T. So I'm so excited. And then they talked to me yesterday and they said, hey, just to let you know, I'm applying for a position for another radio station i'm like wait when are you going to start with them they're like oh pretty soon i'm like oh boy so this is definite i don't know if it's definite but it's basically in a in a nutshell i feel like i was ready to give this person my all i invested so much time in this person i mentored them i i've given them all the advice i've ever i've i've received to give to this person and then it's all gone. I feel. I feel like I've 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 been used a little bit. You 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 trained someone t- to compete against you. Yeah, I feel like you, that. You were like you were like Mr. Miyagi, and Daniel Larusso comes to you and says, "Uh, sorry, Mr. Miyagi, but I am going to join this dojo, Cobra Kai, and then we're going to compete against you." Yeah, the next tournament is this coming Friday, and I'm like, "What the heck, dude? You know, you're supposed to be under my wings, but I don't know." Steph was so sad. The look on her face, she was so sad, JC. I'm glad you didn't see it. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed out on that uh, when I left that meeting. And uh, when I said, when I got the text message, I was shocked. And I understand, too, you know, from the point of view of the person that is making those moves. You have to look out for yourself, and here's an opportunity that presents itself in front of you. You've, you've, you've got to take it because you don't know what opportunities are going to pop up here at this radio station. So you, have to, you do have to look out for yourself. So I completely understand that. And probably if I was in those shoes, I probably would have made the same move as well. But the thing is, though, Steph is Steph. You're the best in the business. You, you hands down the best producer in the country. And you literally just like here are the blueprints to being a good producer. This is how you do it. Follow this. Oh, let me see how you do it. Okay, here. Let me tweak a couple things. Show you the way. You gave you gave this person the Bible, and they're like, "All right, bye. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. Oh man, I feel oh. used.
Well, is that it? Is was there some sort of like etiquette that should have been used? Do you guys think with like it was literally that day you were training, and then after the show, it was like, oh, by the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Should there have been more time in between? Like, uh, thank you so much for doing this, and then maybe. Was that too soon, or is it like you said, JC? Like you got to take the opportunity when it comes. Um, I know on our end, we were trying to make some moves to make it um, a situation where the this person could possibly join us, but obviously we were too slow on that. Um, but so I don't know. It, do you feel like something was stolen from you, Steph? I don't, but I do. There's two parts to me because there's like the loving, like big sister, like I want you to go out and be the best, but don't beat me. <laughs> you know? Did you teach everything or did you see save a couple nuggets? Oh no, I saved a few nuggets. <laughs> I, when they were ready, I, there were more things to be taught, but I felt like at that time there was everything that they I've taught them. What's for that time? Yeah. Was there was there gratitude towards you and everything you've taught this person? Or Not, just like, hey, I'm going to go do this. Not like a... No gratitude. Really? Not yet. I think not yet. I oh. think, I mean, I, once I feel like if they officially get it, they're like, I hope I'm getting that type of... I don't want to expect it either. No, well, but you should you get should it in return. Get it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm torn right now. I, I'm sad. I'm sad because Steph really put her all into giving this person the tools and they're like... Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, coming up here in the dirt, who is this person we're talking about now? <laughs> Two pop icons are gearing up for a steamy collaboration. Read the details in a little sample of the audio coming up here in just about 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Hey, if you've not checked out our 7 a.m. social club, we're live every morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Facebook and YouTube, and we continue the on-air conversation off-air and start different conversations. And that last seven minutes, I'm, I'm still laughing for I, I think sometimes we re- reveal a little too much because we forget that we're still being live streamed, and then we say things and we're like, oops. So that's one of the benefits. Yes. You can uh, hear some of the, the tea. Oh, that's off the air. And two, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. So every time we do go live, you'll get an alert and you won't miss when we go live. Sam Smith, uh, Sam Smith, Sam Smith and Madonna have announced a new single. It's coming out next Friday. It's called Vulgar. And here's what we know so far. Ryan Tedder is a co-writer. It's out just in time for Pride Month. June is Pride Month. Today's the first of the month. Now, Sam put out this teaser, and we're not sure if this is from the actual song or just something to grab our attention, but here is the teaser that Sam Smith put out. The song is called Vulgar. I wasn't looking at the screen like, whoa, that's in the mix. That, it sounds that. good. I think it's going to be a huge dance hit. I really do. And those two are icons. And yeah, I think it'll it'll go over very well. So speaking of icons, Taylor Swift continues to dominate the music charts, holding the number one spot on the Billboard Artist 100 chart for 67 weeks now. That is a record. So Swift has nine albums on the Billboard 200 chart. All of them are in the top 40. These nine albums have been in the top 40 for three consecutive weeks, and that is a record since the chart started. She's setting records left and right. I'm sure it's going to continue mm. also. <laughs> hey, look at this. Dolly Parton. Working nine to five, what a way to make a 
just received three new Guinness World Records. So the first one she got here is the most studio albums released by a female country singer. She's done 65 projects, which started all the way back in 1967. She's earned the most top 10 entries on the Top Country Albums chart as a female artist with 48 entries. And then she got another one for being the female artist with the longest span of number one hits on the Top Country Albums chart, 43 years, 156 days. I feel like she's a vampire. She just looks exactly the same. She does not change at all. Who are the vampire celebrities out there that haven't changed at all? Um, hmm. Brad Pitt. The guy looks the same. Tom yeah. Cruise looks the same. Uh, I wonder what you get when you Google celebrities that are vampires. Um, does uh, do we think that or who are not vampires? Let's ask that. <laughs> Al Pacino. Um, I think Willie Nelson. I've never seen him young. He's always looked old. Mm-hmm. He's always had that same look. So it, that's kind of thrown me off. Okay, they're saying these are the twenty-four celebrity vampires. Pharrell. I, I agree. He looks the same. Shakira looks the same. Gwen Stefani, Jennifer Lopez, Enrique Iglesias, Jared Leto, Adam Levine, Beyonce, Usher, and Angelina Jolie. Those are your celebrity I vampires. I can see that. I'm looking at some. Halle Berry. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Seriously, though, she looks the same. And Keanu Reeves. I'm, I Google imaged young Willie Nelson. There's a bunch of black and white photos. Man, it doesn't look like him. It's so See, weird. See, I just picture him being born coming out of the womb with the two <laughs> braids and the bandana. That's how I picture him. Like, he always looked like that. Mama Nelson is like, what the heck is going on? Guitar. <laughs> Smoking some marijuana. Hey. What's going on, everyone? Hey, basketball tonight. NBA Finals. Game one. The Miami Heat. Denver Nuggets. 8.30 start in the East Coast. So 5.30. You ready for this? Yes. I And I love it because it sounds like a microwave setting. Heat nuggets. <laughs> Doesn't it? it <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, heat, I'm watching the heat nuggets. <laughs> you can have that while you watch the game tonight. It's Mix 94.1. Thanks for making me a it is so, it's such a little thing, but now I notice it on every email I receive. Do you have a signature closing on, on email? The thing you say, maybe you don't want to use sincerely because sometimes sincerely sounds way too formal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just want to do a closing. And uh, my daughter, she has been sending out a lot of emails lately and she likes to screenshot them, send them to me. Say, like, does this sound OK? And one common thing I've noticed in all her emails is her closing. She has a signature closing and that is best. So she'll write blah, 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 blah. Best, Sophie. And I was just kidding around with her. And I was like, best, <laughs> best. <laughs> like, what are you wishing them the best? Or like, best regards. And and so it became an ongoing joke with us. Where whenever we see each other, we're like, best. And uh, she started sending me these uh, reels of Gen Z uh, sign-offs. And some of them are so funny. Do you have a signature sign-off? I may have done all the best, like all the best, not sure to the best. Uh, I had a coworker before in the past. He would do cheers. Cheers. Yes. Um, um, stay cool. Hasta la vista. I just received an email this morning and the, the closing was warm regards. I don't like that one. I liked it. I think it, it it's warm. Warm regards. I just warm picture regards. them saying it. It's like, 
Warm regards. I felt like I got a hug. It's like when you're drink, I read that. or drinking out of a mug with two hands. Warm regards. <sighs> yeah, nice hot cup of cocoa on a really cold day. That's how I got that. Warm regards. When I the cheers one, I get that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think I use one. I just use two dashes. So I need I need to to find one. What uh, what does everyone use for their their clothes on emails? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Maybe I could write like some of the Gen Z ones were. Hey hey bye. <laughs> <laughs> Talk soon, loser. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Hasta la pasta. <laughs> That's a good one. Should I use hasta la pasta? pasta. I, I'm going to send an email to our new general manager and be like, hey, just really wanted to welcome you to the building. Hasta la pasta. Mercedes. <laughs> response, right on. Going to loosen things up. Uh, what, do you have, Steph, you send out a ton of emails. I know she's on the phone, but um, she sends out a ton of emails. I'm curious as to what she uses. Do you have any emails from her? She's on the phone uh, right I'm looking now. Up. I did a chat GPT to mm-hmm. ask for some funny ones. And they have keep rocking and rolling like a tumbleweed in a windstorm. Oh, my gosh. Stay sharp like a freshly sharpened pencil. Keep it snappy like a jazz pianist on a caffeine high. These are not funny. They're not. Stay groovy like a disco ball at a 70s dance party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, don't use those. Are your hasta la pasta babies on Hasta there? la pasta. Um, the ones we're getting here on our text line, 702-364-9400. With gratitude. I like that one. With gratitude. Yeah. Uh, respectfully. Kind regards, not warmest regards, but kind regards. This one says, I just use thank you, uh, kind regards. This one says, um, I purchased uh, construction for one of the casinos in the Valley and everyone's signature closing in our office is thank you. Um, yeah, let's talk to Gina. She's got hers. Gina, what is your signature closing? Thanks always. They, ooh, I like that because it's. It's not thank you. It's like, thanks, always. Like, always yours, or is it always I'm saying thanks? Explain. Uh, Always saying thanks. I'm the principal of Lummis Elementary School, and I get a lot of emails from families, and you just have to stay positive at the end, so thanks always is my go-to. I like that. And you're a principal? I bet you're the coolest principal ever. Lummis? Yes, thank you. I was actually disappointed, so it'll be for next year. Oh, hey, congratulations. Gina, congratulations. Can I can I end with bless this mess? <laughs> <laughs> that works. Uh, may your Wi-Fi be strong and your coffee be stronger. Mm. Thanks, ChatGPT. I'm going to use dead inside, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, okay, cool. <laughs> have a great day. I'm dead inside. Have a good day. Hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Are huge age gaps the secret to a happy relationship? We're going to talk about that this morning. Also, do we need to start putting up road signs warning people about smartphones? That's on the way. And we've talked about senior pranks before. Some good ones, some not so good ones. Well, wait until you hear this one that a senior class uh, did in Delaware. Uh, Some are saying it was pretty invasive. Others are saying it was absolutely adorable. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. So we were talking about Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. They're both dating women who are 54 
years and 34 years younger than them, respectively. And socially, it may be frowned upon, but scientists actually believe it could be the key to lasting love. Research shows that couples with decades between them are more romantically satisfied. This team of scientists suggests that couples report greater trust and commitment and lower jealousy than similar age couples. They say over three quarters of couples where younger women are partnered with older men, they report satisfying romantic relationships. They also say that the age gap couples likely see their relationship as a good investment. Women are attuned to looking for a partner with statutes and resources and men want to find a child bearer so it, it works out but you robert did it right yeah, there yeah. exactly uh researchers also noted that men tend to value attractiveness and vitality more than women because those features indicate fertility which is another evolutionary standpoint let's go back to 25 year old mercedes would she date a 65 year old man probably not probably not no i don't think so you would not no. You wouldn't. I think there's there's too much of a the age difference, lifestyle difference. I'm in my twenties. I'm going want to go out all the time. No, I mean you're the sixty five year old. Oh, if man, I'm not a sixty five, the guys like oh, the younger. younger. I wouldn't. No, that's just it. Just no. It just seems seems a little bit too young for me. Yeah, I I I do like. Uh, I like dating older guys, but not that much older. I'd say five years and under. That would be kind of my limit. But then again. I've only dated that that much older than me. So maybe I'm missing out. Maybe there's I mean, I'm married now, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe the 10 years, 10 year gap is better. I don't know. I just think you have to have something in common with the person. And if you do that, it really doesn't matter. Well, I think, too, I think, OK, I'm 65, um, divorced, whatever. I'm single. I need a 25 year old. Am I going to pass it up? Probably not. It's going to be fun. But then it's going to be like, okay, first couple weeks I can maybe hang. And then it's like, oh, wait, do you want to go out again? Yeah. You want to do what? No, no. 65-year-old JC wants to stay home. Have fun. We're done. And they're not going to get like your your dated references and stuff like that. You know? (laughs) No, not like you specifically. No, but I know. Yes. You you make pop culture references. It's going to be different for everyone. So The parents might not like you (laughs) because they're the same age as you. Yeah. It's like, wait, didn't I just see you over at at the doctor's? Um. Yeah, but it's working for Robert De Niro and and Al Pacino and a lot of other people. So there you go. They may know the secret. Also this morning, it can be difficult to uh, drive in areas where there are pedestrians and bicyclists and kids and animals. And it's even worse when people have their phones out. And a lot of is made of distracted drivers on their phones. But the city of Mulberry, Florida, they're putting up dozens of signs warning drivers of smartphone zombies or pedestrians who are so engrossed in their phones that they are not paying attention to what the vehicles around them are doing. A city official says he got the idea from a meme, but he thinks it's important, especially in areas around schools and libraries where kids are walking around on their phones and sometimes they're wearing headphones too, so they have no idea what's going on around them. The reaction is mixed, but the city says that they're having the signs made locally at a low cost, so it just it doesn't hurt to raise awareness. I like that. I like when NDOT too changes the signs of the 95 or the 215 they get clever with it. Turn signals are free with your car. Use them. I like their signs. I like them. I saw one the other day. I'm trying to remember. I, and I told myself, make a mental note so you could talk about this. They misspelled a word in it. And I don't know why, but I like the misspelling. That's 
all that could stand out to me. I didn't even re- remember what it said, but I was like, who did this? They did not press spell check. <laughs> Why is this up here? Was it part of the thing like, we can fix a misspelling. You can't fix yourself after a car accident. No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> the, the word was like, oh, I want to say it had two L's normally and maybe there was one L. So it wasn't anything big, but I noticed it. But yeah, but people probably noticed that there's yeah. a drive like, oh, it was annoying <laughs> me. Um, finally, this morning, over the top senior pranks have been in the news a lot this week. Kids in Maryland put their high school up for sale on Zillow. Some kids in North Carolina filled their school's toilets with cement. Now, another one that happened a few weeks ago is making the rounds, and this one's got video. How would your principal have reacted if you did this? An entire class of high school seniors in Delaware pranked their principal by sneaking into her home in the middle of the night and sleeping on the floor. As dumb and dangerous as that sounds, nothing bad happened, and their their principal handled it pretty well. Her name is Joy McGrath. She's the head <clears throat> of a private Christian school about 30 miles outside Wilmington. So they snuck in at 1 a.m. with blankets and pillows and basically had a big sleepover on the first floor of her house. She did not find them until 6 a.m., When she walked downstairs to make coffee, thankfully she was wearing clothes. She was wearing a robe and yellow Crocs. Um, And when she opened the door to her kitchen, the whole place was filled with kids. And according to the video, the entire senior class was in on it. It's a small school, but there's still like 60 or 70 kids in your house. You can tell it freaked her out for a second because she opened the door and immediately shut it again. But then she poked her head in and had (laughs) fun with it. Instead of getting mad, she called it the most beautiful sight she could imagine. She was mostly just amazed amazed that they managed to sneak in um, without her waking up. Okay, they do this to you. You were to come walking down in what? What are you going to be in when you walk down on a Saturday morning at 6 a.m.? I'm... Coming down in, uh, what did I wear last night? My Golden Knights pajamas. So they're like black, white, and yellow plaid uh, pants, mm-hmm. plaid pajama pants, and then a black t-shirt that says Vegas Golden Knights oh, on you're it. Saying, so cute. I'm okay. I'm, what about you? Uh, boxer briefs. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop hanging out. <laughs> cover your eyes, children. Cover your eyes. <laughs> I swear, if my 13-year-old self would see me now... They would make fun of me so bad. <laughs> what? You're on the radio. No, nope, that doesn't whole, matter. Laundry list of stuff. You, it does you're not gorgeous. matter. No, nope, it's 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 um it's because of one of the things that I did last night. Um, so we were getting ready to go on our walk, and we got a text from one of our neighbors, and she asked me if I was going to the HOA meeting that night, last night, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I didn't know about it. And, she, and I said, is it at a place or is it Zoom? And she's like, it's Zoom. And she sent me the link. And she said what they were going to be discussing. And there's there's some, there's been some, I don't want to say beef in our neighborhood, but there's been some concerns in our neighborhood regarding landscaping issues and stuff like that. And so she sends me the link and I asked Matt, I'm like, do you, do you want to check out this meeting? And he, he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> well, they're talking about the landscaping and stuff. Should we maybe just pop in really quick? And, uh. He's like, fine. So we pop in there and uh, man, people are passionate when they come to their HOA meetings and talking about, you know, using this kind of rock and making sure that this has vegetation on it. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening intently to this conversation. And I'm like, if only 13 year old Mercedes could see me now sitting on a computer, staring at a bunch of people yelling about rocks and plants and 
trees and i'm just like oh i would make so much fun of myself right now like what are you doing what would your 13 year old self make fun of you for doing now that's so funny for me i think it would be bedtime now during like monday through friday through saturday like uh weeknights last night i went to bed around 9 45 weeknights and i'm I'm staying up a lot later just because of work and everything that's going on but sunday nights that is my goal to get to bed as early as possible I think this past Sunday, I think I was in bed at 7.45. I mean, it's still bright outside. The sun is peeking through our windows. And I think 13-year-old JC would want to stay up as late as possible. I'd stay up to watch the, you know, the, the Tonight Show, whatever, at 11.30. If I would have told 13-year-old JC that you're going to look forward to Sunday nights going to bed at 7.45, I'd be like, what? You loser? <laughs> you're going to bed at 7.45? Oh, my gosh. This is awful. What kind of awful life are we living? Uh, how would you make fun of your current self? By your 13-year-old self. Like, what would it be for you? Um, would it be your taste in music now? Would it be the the hours that you keep? I, I think my 13-year-old self would be in disbelief that I get up at the hour I get up. Because I used to wake up at, like, 11 a.m. And <laughs> the fact that I wake up at 3.30 now, they'd be like, what? There's no way. They're, they would not believe you. At all? Oh yeah. If you didn't, even if you told them, probably maybe if you told them what you did for a living, but just remove that and say, hey, you're, you're gonna have a job that requires you to get up at three thirty. You're like, what kind of path am I taking in life? I know it's it's actually really kind of crazy. I I don't think you can ever predict your future as much as you think you know yourself. There's there's just no way. Steph, would you uh would your thirteen year old self make fun of you in any way? Oh, hold on. Oh, there we go. I think it's just what what I'm eating now. Like, oh, I'm watching what I eat. Oh, I got to make sure that I'm getting my fruits and vegetables in every day. I don't eat at until 10 a.m. Well, I guess that's now that I think about it, 10 a.m. was when I was waking up. So, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's <laughs> just still about the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Hey, we have the tickets for you to go see uh, Nikki Glaser and David Spade coming up here and right around 825, 830. And up next, we do have Judge Your Friend. This is where we put you, well, we put ourselves on the stand and you have to judge us, deciding whether or not we have done some of the things that we have been accused of doing. Do you think you know us? We'll test it. Coming up with Judge Your Friends next. Those tickets for you to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer coming up here in less than 10 minutes. Right now, though, it is time to judge your friends, us being your friends. We are playing this game where we give you three different scenarios, and you have to decide if we have done these things. You get to judge. We're live streaming right now on our Facebook and YouTube channels. Just search for Mercedes in the morning, and court is now in session. Are you guys ready? Yeah, it's okay. always fun. Now, who is going first this week, Steph? I am. You're going first. All right, let's uh, let's shuffle the card, shuffle up and deal here and see. There's two scenarios on each card, and so um, I just pick whichever one I think would work out best, and let's see here. Um, okay, we're ready. Are you, uh, will you please uh, come up to the stand, Steph? Yes. Please rise. Okay. All right, Steph, you are being accused of going to a rave or glow party. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? I'm up first with my judgment. Let me think. A rave or a glow party. That just does not seem your style to me, Steph. You seem more like the let's go 
let's go to downtown San Diego and and hang out at the bar. We'll go to a baseball game at Petco first, and then we'll walk to, you know down to the gas lamp and and go check out what's going on there. Or a house party. One of your friends in Chula Vista is having a house party. That seems more your style. Rave or glow party? I'm gonna say not guilty. Not guilty. No, oh. I, I don't think that's her style. What do you think, JC? Ah, uh, okay. I ca- I can see Steph going to one. Maybe her friends talked her into it. I envision it being at a warehouse, and she's got her glow sticks, maybe a pacifier as well, heading in there. And she is the girl that she gets in there, the girl that is dancing all night long, kind of like a, like a hat on or something, like a one of those Kangol hats or something back in the day. A hat down, just just dancing, sunglasses on, feeling the vibe of the music all night long in a warehouse. So I'm gonna say guilty, 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 okay. guilty. We've got one guilty. We've got one not guilty. Will the defendant please rise? Stephanie, you are being accused of going to a rave or a glow party. Are you guilty or not guilty? I have been to a ton of parties back in my day. But rave or glow parties, honestly, I think I'm guilty. I think I'm guilty of going to one rave party. I walked in and I was like, oh, this is fun. I tried it out and it, I don't, it wasn't for me. I do respect that that lifestyle for those that do love it, but it was cool. But yeah, I, I didn't see myself doing it again after that. Oh man, you got it, JC. I was like, there's yeah. no way that is not her style. Well, it sounds like it still is not your style. Right. But you, had, right. you had to go to determine it was not your exactly. style. Exactly. Did you have a pacifier? I did not have a pacifier. Oh. I, I saw some people with pacifiers. I was like, what's going on here? Oh, oh okay. my gosh, that's okay. funny. All right, we are shuffling. I am up next. Let's see what we got here. Um, okay. Uh, Mercedes, will you please rise? Court is in session. You are being accused of falling for someone who plays for the other team. Falling for someone who plays for the other team, a.k.a. a gay man. Have I ever fallen for a gay man before? JC, you get to... You get to give us your opinion here. Now, are you like talking about back when you, before you met Matt, you had a thing and then you found out the guy was gay? I don't know. I mean, it's the card. It could be now, I guess. Okay. If you want. <laughs> um, or like I, having a crush. On, so I'm going with like having a crush on a gay man. I'm going to say guilty. Absolutely guilty. Uh, the, the guy's a fantastic guy. Like, oh, the guy's, you know, if I, if I was single. And the guy's like, well, if you were single, it still wouldn't work. <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> so you say guilty. I'm going to say guilty, yeah. Okay. Did you make any moves or anything to, for this guy to say, oh, I'm gay? No. But I do think you've you've met a gay man and had a crush on him. Absolutely, yes. Uh, okay, let's see uh, what Steph thinks. Steph, I am being accused of falling for someone who plays for the other team. Am I guilty or not guilty? I want to say that before you met Matt, there wasn't many men that you felt for or there wasn't any that you were dating much of. But now that I'm hearing JC's explanation and I'm picturing a lot of my gay best friends, they're very good looking. They put they're very well put together. They groom themselves very well. And Mercedes, I feel like you might have fallen for that type and didn't know it at the time. So I think I'm going to stick with that. I think I'm going to go with yeah. guilty. Another guilty. Based off of right. explanation. Will the defendant please rise? Mercedes, you're being accused of falling for someone who played for the other team. Are you guilty or not guilty? I 100% am guilty. Yay. 100%. Yay. 
Nice. His name was John Dickinson. He worked at the radio station that I interned at. He was the music director. I loved him. He was so cute. He was so funny. And I didn't know he was gay. And when I found out, I was devastated. I, I was devastated. But we ended up becoming best friends. So that was cool. I got a best friend now. We got to get him on the show. Oh, yes. my gosh. Him. Johnny D. I loved him so much. Uh, we're Facebook friends still. But, uh, yeah, that, I love that guy so much. I still love that guy. I got a qu- question I can ask you later. Just triggered something about an old radio friend of yours from back in Denver. Uh, okay. In Denver? Yeah. You, you got that invitation? Wasn't it a radio person from Denver sent you the invitation to the kids' graduation party? Yes. Did you send a gift? I didn't, but now I feel guilty because my friend <laughs> Ross, my friend Ross, he did. He did. I saw. I saw the 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 guy right on his uh, Facebook page. Thanks so much for the graduation oh. card. And oh. now I'm like, oh, I gotta send one now. But I threw away the invitation. So I don't know. <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> Just don't know. Don't go back now. Don't you go back. You never got it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. Don't, I hope he's not listening right now. All right, JC, you're up next. Um, oh. Shuffle up here. We're playing Judge Your Friends. If you're just tuning in, you be the judge on whether or not you think we have done one of these things before. And JC is up. JC, will you please rise? Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, JC, mm. you are being accused of bringing a drink into the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like we're drinking and you got to take a shower, but you got to bring a beer in there with you. The defendant has brought a drink into the shower with them. Is the defendant guilty or not guilty? <laughs> Steph? I think you're absolutely guilty, JC. <laughs> you have your savvy bean. It's like, oh, I want. it's a Friday night. You drink your little savvy beans and you bring it into the shower. Like, it's a Friday night. Drink my savvy bean. Put the glass. You even have a little uh, thing that you put in the shower for your cup. A cup holder in my shower. <laughs> yes. So I say guilty. You are guilty. guilty. All right. All right. All right. Um, I agree with Steph, but not on that storyline. I think it was in your college days. You're living with your buddies, and you guys, you get drunk every weekend, and you're like, oh, I got to take a shower. I'll be right back. And you still carry your beard, and you're in there, the water's hitting you, and you're just like, Ugh. So absolutely 100%. <laughs> I think you have taken a drink with you in the shower. Now, the moment of truth. JC. You are being accused of taking a drink into the shower with yourself. Are you guilty or not guilty? It's so funny you read that question and like this vivid memory popped in my mind. And it's not recent, but I am guilty of doing this. And it goes back to, goes back to, I remember senior week down there at the Jersey Shore taking like getting a beer. I'm like, oh, I got a shower. And buddy's like, take the beer with you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and standing in the shower and the sun shining in through a window in there. Such a vivid memory. But yes, absolutely. Woo-hoo! Drinking in the shower. Yeah, the Bud Light, not a, not a Savvy B. <laughs> no, no, no. back then. <laughs> but it's all the same. So, wow. We learned some some stuff here. Steph likes glow parties. JC showers with beer. And uh, I was in love with John Dickinson. Now Aww. we all know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up here in a few minutes, those tickets for you to see David Spade and Nikki Glazer. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Jenna, you are caller 20. Jenna. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? 
Yeah, so I'm very excited. Okay, let's do it. We've got two categories for you. You can pick whichever one you want. We have Big Smile, and we have Nail Polish. Oh, gosh. Um, Let's do Big Smile. Big Smile it is. National Smile Day was yesterday. These are all things you would... C on your face. <laughs> Things that would be on your face. Okay. Um, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. I feel the need to point out the record, by the way, is 28 seconds, I believe. I have a feeling some records are going to be accomplished today. You think so? I, I have faith in you, oh, Mercedes, wow. and you and Jenna, but you do have 60 seconds okay. on the clock. Get six correct, and you win, and you start now. This is what you smell with. Yes, this is eyeliner, concealer, all of that is types of what? Makeup. Yes. Um, You kiss with these. Lips. Yes. Um, This is what you would put on your face if maybe you want to get some moisturizer and you look like a ghost when you put it on. Uh, a mask. Yes. Um, this is my, sometimes people do this to their nose, their ears, um, their nipples. Black. Oh, no. Uh, it's like a metal thing. Black. Uh, uh, Please. Uh, it's like a metal thing you put pass. in. No, pass. pass. Um, this is, um, you put mascara on these. Eyelashes. Yes. Um, this is what like comes out of your nose if you're sick. You might have one of these. Snot. Uh, another word for snot. Huggers. Yes. Six. Yes. Six. Yes. yes. <laughs> First time in Heads Up History that Booger has been a clue. <laughs> and Jenna, you got it. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Mercedes, for those playing at home, nipples, ears. It was a piercing. Piercing. A piercing. Piercing. Piercing, okay. I mean, I have, I have the ears. I know uh, Steph has the nose. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it was the 90s, and they're too painful to take out. Uh, Jenna, congratulations. You're all set with tickets to go see David Spade and Nikki Glazer. They'll be together June 30th at the Venetian. And we've got your tickets tomorrow morning when you win heads up at 825. And check it out. Here's Luke Combs with Fast Car on Mix 94.1. His take on Tracy Chapman's fast car. That's Luke Combs. It's Mix 94.1. I did see that video. It was crazy. Did anyone else see this one? Tell everyone what we were just talking about. It was in Georgia. There was an accident on, on the highway, and the police were there, and the tow truck, the flatbed came to pick, to, you know, pick up the car that was broken down, and the tow truck driver put the flatbed down, so it's now like, kind of like a ramp almost, and there's a car speeding down the interstate, not paying attention. They said they were on their phone or something, and they hit the tow truck, the ramp, full speed. You see it in the movies all the time. Fast and the Furious. It's happened a thousand times. They hit that tow truck and, and they fly in the air and they land with you know flawlessly on the other side. Not so much in real life. This car hit that tow truck, went up in the air and came down and landed on its roof. The driver was okay. Took, they took the driver to the hospital. It was released later on in the day. But the video, it's nuts because it's caught. Uh, a police officer caught it on his body cam. You see the whole thing happen. Yeah, that. I mean, I thought it would look so scary, and I thought for sure the person driving that car was was gone. And apparently, they only had not minor injuries. They were taken to the mm-hmm. hospital. Yeah. But wow, that uh, seeing that in real life and not in a movie was kind of weird. Is there anything that you see in a movie that you'd want to see in real life? Because I've seen that a thousand times. I've always wondered, how does that play out? Does the car launch off the tow truck and land with ease? No, it smashes through half the tow truck and lands on its roof on the other side. Uh, you know what I would want to do uh, that's only in the movies? Uh, I want someone to ask me to try to hack into some database. And I go, 
I'm in. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I, that only happens in the movies. I, I want to do that. It only takes them like six seconds. And then they always say, I'm in. And then they're in. That's, I've never seen that happen in real life. I mean, I'm not hanging out with hackers either, but that's uh, that's something I would want to do. What I want to do, Mercedes, is you and I, after the show, go set up some kind of bomb or explosion and set it and then walk away. And when that bomb explodes, neither one of us flinch. Yeah, we're just like, and our hair is flowing and <laughs> yes. we look so good. Um, what about, I want to come down for breakfast one day and have my mom make pancakes and bacon and eggs and orange juice. And then I just grab a piece of toast and I go to school. <laughs> Gotta go, Mom. Bye. And this huge spread, and I pick the toast, the dry toast at that. And I'm like, I gotta go, Mom. Sorry. Busy. It is in your mouth as you're leaving. Thanks, Mom. Gotta that's, go. That's what I want to do. Hot three's coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay. A lot of people are taking vacations right now, but how many vacation days do you need to take to stay healthy? We're going to talk about that. Also, if you're a parent of boys, girls, who do you think talks more in their first year? The answer actually surprised me. We'll talk about that. And today is the day. Today is the day to recommit. Why? We'll explain coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. We kind of touched on this a little earlier this week. Some people plan out their vacations for the year to make sure that they get to use each and every hour of their paid time off for work. But 46% of Americans admit that they don't use all their paid vacation time. Obviously, they're missing out on a a perk of their job, but they're also missing out on uh, important mental and physical health benefits. Studies have found that taking vacation obviously will reduce your stress, improve your sleep, support your heart health. And one recent study found that people sleep longer when they're on vacation with people um, sleeping an average of 21 extra minutes. People are also more active on vacation, according to the study, that they found that their sedentary time went down by 29 minutes during vacation. And the trips that last between one and two weeks offer the most benefits. The uh, study authors say that's a long enough time for someone to settle in to change and how they spend their time. Would you rather do a one-weeker or two-weeker? As far as leaving town and going to a different city, is, is two weeks too long? Um, It just, it really depends. I always give myself a little leeway on vacations of like two or three days to recover. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everyone says, I need a vacation from vacation. But it's true. It's true. You come back. You, you you know, you've got to unpack. you got to get all your stuff put away. You, you may be jet lagged. There's just a lot of things to it. So my actual sweet spot would be right in between both of those. One and a half weeks. I think that's good. A week, I just count down. I'm like, oh, three more days, two more days. A week and a half, that, sound, that, that feels so much longer, even though it's really not. Mm-hmm. And you get that, and you get that uh, prep time, too, before you leave town. So you're not rushed packing and everything. Yeah. And I, I'm the same way. You need, a, you need a full day to recover from vacation to unpack to get in your routine, to sleep in your own bed. That's a big thing for, for me when I travel. Like I, I always, I don't stress, but I'm always hoping that the bed is comfortable because that's the worst. You stay in a nice place, a nice Airbnb, and you finally get in that bed, and you're like, oh, it's like a taco. You, the, you and your spouse roll into the center of the bed. <laughs> a taco. <laughs> the mattress folds up around you. That's funny. Um, also, this morning, uh, so if you're a parent, and if you're especially if you're a parent of a boy and a girl, What do you think about this? A new study found that baby boys tend to vocalize more in their first year than girls. This early communication includes... 
things like squeals and vowel vowel like utterances and growls and and kind of pseudo word sounds like ba and ma and stuff like that. As babies grow, the sounds evolve into early words and phrases and eventually full sentences. And while some infants naturally vocalize more than others, on average, boys express about 10 percent more sounds in their first year than girls. So I, I really thought it was girls, but I then I guess I didn't really understand what they meant by talking. It's it's also just sounds, <laughs> but actual speaking. My mom is swears that we the girls in the family talked before they were one. The boys took like a year and a half. The boys, they walked faster as actually my sister walked the fastest but for the most part boys they get up and go faster than girls that's what she always said but your brothers were a year and a half to they finally spoke that seems is that, is that late they made, they made like little like noises like mm-hmm. mama and teta and things like that but they like actually talking they they didn't see a need for it they just ran around they were loud but they just were like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so I, I don't know the exact age, but I know we, my sister and I spoke at like nine months. We start, not full sentences, yeah. of course, but yeah, it's it's crazy. I remember too, my, my brother, so my baby John is eight years younger than me. And I remember him like speaking in gibberish, like, blah, 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 but I could understand him. But being over my buddies, John would say something, blah, 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 blah. Like, what are you saying? I'm like, he said he wants some Cheetos. Like I could, I could translate for him. I knew, I knew the baby gibberish that he was saying. No one else around us, outside of the family, understood him. But we knew what he was saying. Yeah, that's it's like your own family language, mm-hmm. really. Okay, finally, this morning, New Year's resolution recommitment day is today. It's celebrated every June first. You'll notice that this is the sixth month placing the holiday halfway through the year. So. It's time to take take a step back, study your resolutions, and see what progress you've made so far and what actions will you take to keep moving forward. Because most people abandon their New Year's resolutions shortly after making them. And the, this holiday is an excellent way to keep track of your record or your efforts and also a refresher in case you may have stopped doing your resolution. Did you? I didn't make any, did you? I didn't really either. I mean, I always say I'm going to appreciate things more. I'm going to be more in the moment. Um, things like that. And I think I do a pretty good job with it, except for when I don't. <laughs> <laughs> except for right now when our minds uh, yeah. are wandering. Like, ah! Didn't Steph, didn't you give up alcohol in January? Yes, I did. Still? No, that, that was done by February. <laughs> I think... I thought you said red flags. No, green, green flags. Let's do green. You do red flags if you want to. <laughs> well, I, I I only know red flags about me. <laughs> I can't think of no. any green flags. Let me, I don't think Steph was listening. I didn't have her looped in the conversation. Green flags. Let's say we're all single, Steph, and someone's going to date Mercedes. Okay? His name is Frank. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, no, what, what are some green, flag, uh, green flags of dating Mercedes? Green flags of dating Mercedes. We'll it- be back with uh, the answers <laughs> in three weeks. <laughs> <Gotta go. laughs> Not true at all. Mercedes, you are such a wonderful giving person. So green flag, Mercedes is extremely giving. She will try to buy your affection. <laughs> Stop. You, 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 you go all in on the relationship. You, you go all in on your friends, your family. Uh, she would go all in on the relationship. That is a green flag. But also go in just surface level stuff. The hours. 
You get up early, so you don't have to worry about going out on a late date. So you can do a nice dinner at 5.30. Yeah, you get to do a nice dinner at 5.30, and you'll be done by 7.30, 8 o'clock if you're doing a weeknight date. Because of the hours, going to bed early. Going off that, going off. She loves to sleep she is. Yes. <laughs> she loves her rest. I do. You do not have to worry again about going out late or if you want to sleep in on the weekends. Mercedes is your girl. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. All right. So I, I like to sleep and I go to bed early. Yes. <laughs> and you're caring. Oh, yeah. And I'm caring. Okay. Those are my green flags. And what would be your green flags, JC? I guess we would have to. Pick yeah, those. you guys have to come up with your green flags and gotta go. <laughs> You're back in five. <laughs> go to bed early. I think that well, same things. Obvious. Well, same thing with going to bed early. Um, I don't think you like to sleep a lot. I think that one of your green flags is that you you put people before you. I think you like to help people. Um, you just make sacrifices for other people. Is that's that's a green flag for me. Well, I like that. Okay. Although Absolutely. I would feel really guilty about accepting those. You know what I mean? But if we're dating, I would make a sacrifice to make sure you're happy. Yeah, that you always do that. That that's one thing for that I would say. What do you think, Steph? Good, JC. You are so funny. Laughter all the time. You would always crack a joke. So you're always entertaining with the jokes, and you're just extremely funny. And I have one more. You like to leave things early. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you are ready to go and you're yeah. at a concert or if you're in a movie theater and you want to go, JC knows. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready to go, baby. Oh, but that could be that could actually be a, a bad thing. Be, if you like to stay for the end of yeah. concerts, you know, then that's a red flag there. Oh, Imagine true. taking to go see, you know, whatever concert. You too. You're two, we're two songs in. All right. Let's go. Wait, what? <laughs> this is your favorite band. Like, I know. I saw two songs. That is funny. Um, uh, Steph, green flag? Steph, um, you are a very um, positive person. So I think no matter how bad your day is, and you can be put through the ringer, and you call your new girl, Steph, like, hey, would you we want to grab a drink tonight at like 5 o'clock? Would you? And you should be like, yeah, sure. You'd go there at 5 o'clock, and you'd leave there feeling better about yourself. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I think for Steph, my green flag would be, one, if you like to go try new foods, she'll go try them with you. Oh, yeah. I love that. Like, I, I need a buddy to go, like, snack with. She's your girl. And two, she is always two steps ahead of everyone else. Like, I'll say, Steph, um, could you grab me this? Here it is. How did you even know I was going to ask for that? Like, is she she can read minds. She she takes after her father. She's a psychic. <laughs> yes. I don't know if that's a good thing, though, <laughs> especially if you're a mind reader. I don't want to know anyone what they're thinking or what they're reading. I also think that, you know, you said that going to get a drink at like five o'clock. I would. Uh, I'm a faker. So when everyone's like, let's grab drinks, I'm like, can you get me a seltzer water? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like to drink at night when it's a school night or a work night. I don't. I, I just feel like I am one of those people that pretend that I'm optimistic, but really I'm not. You're not? Yeah, like yesterday I had a bad day, and James is trying to be the one to calm me down. It's going to be okay. And I was like, nope, it's going to be a bad day. Tomorrow it's going to be even worse. Oh, I got another one for Steph. If you want to get a job in radio, she'll train you for six months. And then you can go across the street to a different station. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. What do you think... Oh, wow. What's that? 
<laughs> that was gonna be my breaking news. That's, oh, <laughs> you got a brand new game. I was very excited oh, about this oh, coming up. I thought I was gonna surprise you with that. Yeah. It, well, let me go back to where I was gonna start. Um, what do you think is the most used word in a song? In a song, love, love, love is your answer. Yes, Steph. Love. What do you think? Uh, oh gosh, I was gonna say love too. I'm gonna say you, you. Oh, that's good. Um, the answer is love. Love. Yes. I love which yes. it's not surprising. Love is a very common theme in a lot of songs. So think fast. Give me a song that has the word love in it. Go. Uh, love me tender. Steph. I love you. Barney. Oh. <laughs> Come on. We keep going back and forth. Well, I have this brings us to my new game, which is a take on an old game. Have you guys ever played Encore before? Play what? Encore? Uh, How does it go? Um, Where I give you a word and the first person who shouts out the name of a song uh, with that word in it. Wins a point. Okay. Okay. So it's I. I'm calling it word shuffle. This is I, I trademarks on encore. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be word shuffle. I will give you the word, and then you have to shout out a song with that word in the song. Okay. All right. All right. Um, who do you guys want to ring in separately or just say we got say it? Say our name or just like say got it. Yeah, just say got it. And okay. Then we, then we say got it. Then we got to give you the song. Yes. Okay. Okay. The first word is. Mama. Got it. What? Mama's not going to knock you. Mama going to knock you out. Mama said knock you out. There you go. Aww. Mama said knock you out. I think, okay, let's not do got it. Let's just say the song. Okay. And whoever says the song first. Because you can say okay. got it and then think about it for a half a second. So, okay. Horse. I've been to the desert with a horse with no name. Horse with no name. <laughs> what? America. Horse with no name. Okay. okay. One boy, Jay-Z. Um, C. C from C to si- Shining C. No. Blue C. That's America the Beautiful. That's C-weed. not the title. C. Um C I see you. See me. You can't see me. John Cena's theme song. No. Nope. I don't know. C. Ugh. C. Okay, I'm going to give you guys a clue for one. Tonic. If you can only see. Yes. Okay, two points well. JC. Okay, the word is girl. California girls. California girls. That's yeah. girls. <laughs> that's girls. Beautiful girl. Um, yeah, that's one, right? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My brain Steph, is on. not working. Steph, step come up, on. Steph. Come on. I'll even sit this next one out. No, you take no, the no, no, no. Don't go easy on me. Okay. The word is smile. I love your smile by, there's an 80s artist. I know the song. Shanice. Yes. yes. I love your smile. smile. That was a good one. Na, 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 na. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Okay. What's the score? Three to one? Three yes. to one, yeah. Okay. Me. The word is hands. Alanis Morissette. Hands in my pocket. <sighs> it's plural. Ah, uh, hands. Hand clap. It's in the past. That's hand clap. Hands. Hand. Hands across America. Hands. Oh. Mm. These hands. These isn't it a jewel song? These hands. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're so good, JC. Four to one. First one to five uh, wins. Okay. Oh, I like this game. <laughs> yeah. This the next word is late. 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 Um, late. 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 Give me some. Like, uh, late. late. Better late than never. 
Uh, I don't know that song. Who sings uh, that? I don't know, but I'm sure there is. Late. Uh, don't hesitate. Late. Love me late. <laughs> I'm late to this game because I have no <laughs> points. <laughs> I don't know. Hint. Do you have a hint? Harry Styles. Late night talking. Yes. yes. Oh wow. my gosh. Those are good. That's hard. You, no one hard. made it to five, but you were close. Yeah. <laughs> time restraints. Four we had to wrap two, it up. Four to two. Oh, that's, that's hard. We can, we can bring back word shuffle some other time. I got hundreds of words. Me, hundreds of words. Let me put you on the clock. Mary. Marry me by, uh, is it Bruno Mars? Yeah. Yeah. I'll sing the name, female name Mary, though. Oh, Proud Mary. Oh. Wow. Oh, she's too good. <laughs> What's trending's up next? What do you got for us? Um... Oh, those are not the words. Hmm? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We're talking about actual what's trending. Okay, I'm like, I don't, I don't know one song with those words in it. Um, and just like that, Samantha is back. BTS has a gift for Army to celebrate their 10 year anniversary in Friday's National Donut Day. This chain is celebrating big. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in what's trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix ninety four point one. Uh, we have and just like that trending. Have you guys seen that show? Did you watch it at all? The spinoff of Sex in the City. I did not know. I watched it. I it, I don't know. It wasn't horrible, but obviously the original. It had a lot to live up to. So anyway, is that feud between Sex in the City co stars Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall no more? Well, it's been confirmed that Kim Cattrall is going to be making an appearance as Samantha on the show's sequel. She filmed one scene for the franchise, and it's just going to be a brief cameo. She did not appear in the first season of the show. But once word of her return broke, man, Twitter lit up. The official Twitter account for the show tweeted, Secrets out. Now, the second season premiere of the show is on Max, and it's on June 22nd. But reports are that her appearance does not come until August. So you're going to have to wait a little while for that one. That is exciting. because She was eagle back to the original show. She's part of that, that cast that made that show what it is. And her character was such a... You know, such a prominent character. I think she's one of the more standout characters on that show. But apparently, like, there was just some really bad blood between her and Sarah Jessica Parker. So it's surprising. And I wonder if they'll appear in the same scene with each other or if she's just going to be doing some sort of thing off, uh, you know, off of her stuff. Like their characters never intertwine on the show. She's got her own storyline and she just hears about, oh, Samantha did that last night and tell her I said hi. Yeah, exactly. So that is trending. BTS is trending this morning. In just a few weeks, the K-pop megagroup's going to celebrate their 10th anniversary, and the celebrations are sure to be just as major as their record-breaking success. Each year, the group celebrates June 13th, their anniversary, as Festa, and it is a big event in Seoul. This year is going to be no different. This year's festival is scheduled to take place June 12th through the 25th, and they don't—they haven't released all the details, but they usually have huge things going on. We're talking talking about um, in-person and online meet and greets and original releases, never before seen footage, live streams, a lot of things. And in addition to the festival, the group announced that they will be releasing a new single. It's all seven of them, even though Jin and J-Hope are in the military right now. They recorded this before they went. It's called Take Two, and it features all the members in honor of the big anniversary. That single will be dropping one week from today, June 8th at 9 p.m. our time. I got a notification. Well, it popped up on my Yahoo News. Uh-huh. Halsey and Sugar. 
Yeah, a song. their single, yeah. I just think it's fat. It's neat, though. I think Yahoo, like the trending stuff, it, it starts to know the stuff you look up and search and everything. And that was a news thing, and it felt like I needed to see that. I'm happy that I got that this morning. Yeah, the, uh, she actually performed at, in his concert at in L.A. She, oh, she did? She showed up, and she, she performed. Also, you you remember Max? Yeah. The artist Max, mm-hmm. he showed up there. He writes a lot of their stuff with them. Does he really? Yeah, Max does a lot of writing with BTS. There's so. a lot of BTS stuff happening in the next 10 days. Yeah, of, of course. It's Festa, you know? you got to get ready for it. <laughs> um, and then finally, this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending this uh, Friday. Tomorrow, it's uh, National Donut Day, and the chain is honoring the occasion by giving out some freebies. Well, first of all, you can go to any Krispy Kreme location, order online, whatever, and get a free donut of your choice. And you don't even have to buy anything. They're just going to give you a donut. It doesn't have to be just a glaze. You can pick any of their specialty donuts. So there's that. But then they're also offering you a dozen of any flavor donuts. If uh, If you buy a dozen of any flavor donuts, you get an original dozen glazed donuts for just two bucks. So maybe take some into the office. And that is what's trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. Thank you guys so much. This was such a fun show today. And if you missed any of it, you can uh, download it from our podcast. Download our podcast from anywhere that you get your podcast. Also, make sure you download the Odyssey app. It is so cool. There's so many different types of uh, music you can listen to. You can live stream our show. You can uh, go on there and maybe win a chance to go see Taylor Swift because the longer you listen, the better chance you get. So really cool stuff on there. We are headed out right now, and J-Love is on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. NBA Finals start tonight, but be careful while talking about the game. It could be confusing to some. Hey, basketball tonight, NBA Finals Game 1, the Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets. You ready for this? Yes, I and I love it because it sounds like a microwave setting. Heat Nuggets. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> that was my favorite part of the show. It's so funny. That's why um, I love the Nuggets. I always thought they meant chicken nuggets. I didn't know what Your they were. Your parents like Mercedes want to go see the Nuggets tonight? Yes! <laughs> what? Of course! <laughs> That'll do it for show 1851 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.